I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. For nine months, protesters in Syria have been calling for President Bashar al-Assad to leave power. And for nine months, the Assad regime has cracked down hard to try and put down the rebellion. More than 5,000 people are estimated to have been killed. And through it all, very few foreign journalists have been allowed into the country. The CBC's Margaret Evans was and has just returned to Cairo. Margaret, you were in Syria for about nine days. What is your impression of the situation there now? Um, I came away uh, pretty disheartened, actually, Marco. I I, I haven't seen... uh, It's always been a moody place, you know. Uh, It's always been a place where people have been suspicious. It's not been an easy place to work as a journalist, but um, the mood is much more negative than I thought it would be, especially in, in Damascus, where you're starting to actually have people talk about neighbors distrusting neighbors and that sort of thing. Again, it's always been a difficult country for people to speak their mind freely in, but this time uh, it just seemed that much worse. And uh, the disconnect between the people who are protesting for change and those who don't seem to accept or believe that these protests are coming from Syrians themselves is really kind of startling. The gulf between the two sides is is quite extraordinary. Margaret, I've got a few more questions to ask you. But first, part of your time in Syria, you were traveling with observers from the Arab League. Let's hear your report from the town of Kiswe, just south of Damascus. They bring with them a storm wherever they go. The Arab League observers now winding down their mission. This is Kiswe, a city punctuated and pockmarked by police and military checkpoints, sandbag castles manned by foot soldiers with impossibly young faces. These visits are often unannounced and sometimes met by crowds angry at the perceived impotence of the mission or by pro-regime demonstrators who want them to leave. Here, they're quickly swamped by crowds grateful for their presence, eager to tell their stories not just to the observers but to foreign media following in their wake. When was he taken? They were peacefully protesting. They were peacefully protesting, but the armed security answered them with fireballs. Others in the crowd come bearing evidence on their mobile phones. This woman shows me a picture of her brother-in-law's body. He was alive when arrested and returned to his family dead, she says. Burn marks delivered in his captivity. There are only a few pens, no tape recorders, certainly no privacy. The Arab League mission woefully disorganized and lacking in any sort of systemized attempt to gather verifiable testimony. But the psychological importance of their presence can't be overstated. People point out positions they say the army uses as sniper points. This building. Yeah. Bashar and the, and the terrorists. Others warn that some of the local media are actually secret police, filming the crowd. Some people, police. A lot of security now around Kesway. It's very dangerous. After you leave, I don't know what is going to happen for me. I, I would like you to stay today only. If you, if you have a day to, to stay here. You, you, will, you will help people here. But leave we must. Travelling with the Arab League is one of the few ways journalists can move about this country without their government minders. As we go, one of the young police officers back at the sandbags says he doesn't understand why people who say hello to him in the morning are protesting in the afternoon. 
that they're there to keep people safe from the foreign terrorists his president keeps conjuring up to account for the trouble. He seems genuinely puzzled. And it is this gulf between Syrians separated by just a few hundred meters that seems so impossible to resolve. Back to the CBC's Margaret Evans in Cairo. Margaret, listening to your piece, I heard what sounded like Syrians asking you not to leave. How, how desperate is the situation? Well, in towns like Kisway, it's pretty desperate. Uh, that In that town, uh, official activists, or I should say opposition activists, say that uh, 21 people have been killed uh, since uh, the uprising began. They talk about snipers on the rooftops targeting people just walking down the street. You have many more people in prison, and they were genuinely afraid that once the Arab League observers pulled out, once we left, that there would be reprisals. Mm. And uh, the Arab League observers did their best to keep kind of listeners away. Some of the army figures, police figures, didn't always work. And they also said that they saw, as you heard in that report, uh, people they thought were police in the crowds taking pictures of them as they gave testimony to, to Arab League observers and to the journalists who were following along with them. And elaborate on one thing. Um, if, you, As you say, the Arab League monitors are disorganized. Explain how the psychological importance of their presence is helping the activists and also whether it's dissuading the Syrian government from coming down harder on them. Well, I think statistics would show that it hasn't stopped them coming down harder on them. The United Nations says, in fact, that the number of deaths actually rose during this Arab League observer mission. So in practical terms, it hasn't really done that much. But what I mean by psychologically is that people feel that people understand what's happening to them and to the people who are protesting and the way that they are being harassed, people being put in jail for simply being on Facebook. And I go back to that disconnect, you know. The soldiers that you will talk to, well, sometimes they seem really quite genuine. We don't know what you're talking about. These people, the people are not protesting against us. It's terrorists, and they'll take out their mobile phones and show you pictures of Bashar al-Assad and all of his children and the people just a few hundred meters away are protesting and saying, down with Bashar al-Assad. He's mm. actually sending his army out to kill people who are demonstrating peacefully. The CBC's Margaret Evans, just back from Syria, speaking with us from Cairo. Margaret, thank you. It's been a pleasure.